Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When I was 18 years old, a nun at my high school was brutally murdered. Getting to the truth has opened a Pandora's box of secrets, exposing abuse of power and a world of lies at one Miami monastery. I mean, the woman was stabbed 90-plus times. There's got to be something else going on here. Listen to Sacred Scandal on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? It's your man Carlos Miller of the 85 South Show. Do me a favor. Make sure you check out The Black Market, hosted by me, only on the 85 South Show feed. Subscribe to the 85 South Show to hear and tune in to The Black Market. Hear amazing interviews with entrepreneurs, creatives, and thought leaders, people who are doing amazing things in the black community. Listen to The Black Market on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. On April 4, 1968, Dr. Martin Luther King was shot and killed in Memphis. A petty criminal named James Earl Ray was arrested. Case closed, right? James Earl Ray was a pawn for the official story. Some of the evidence, as far as I was concerned, did not match the circumstances. This is the MLK Tapes. The first episodes are available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I say this every week. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. We always talk about gifts and passion. If you have a gift, lead with your gift. And don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My interviews are with celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and people I like to call industry decision makers. My next guest is Janine McLean. She is the president and marketing partner of MBK Entertainment, my brother's keeper. MBK Entertainment is a multimedia company established in 1996. MBK, which is my brother's keeper, created a a means for founder Jeff Robinson to change the tides and offer professional or trying to individuals trying to make a break into the entertainment world. Lord knows I needed because I was in LA in 1992 trying to tell jokes. MBK Entertainment was based on concepts that ushered in great labels such as Motown, Stax, and Philadelphia Entertainment, just to name a few. True Soul, Live, R&B, and Breakthrough Songs are the foundation of MBK. For almost 20 years, Janine has garnered a reputation for being a hard-nosed businesswoman, but with a nurturing spirit, you know, nurturing. We need that. 
taking that artist from obscurity to fame. And boy, that is a journey. And there's no small task. And she's done it on a regular basis. First with Alicia Cleese and now with her, H-E-R. She is on the show to talk about building your dream. She's in Los Angeles right now. In fact, Marina Del Rey. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Janine McLean. How you doing, Janine? Hey, hi. Hi, Rashawn. How are you? Well, thank you, know, you for having you, me. Your whole life, and thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation. Your whole life, and just like my life has been with when you're dealing with talent, you tend to talk about them and you know more about them sometimes than you know about yourself. I remember I would tell people, I managed Steve Hart for 16 years, and I, I knew his blood pressure. I knew what we liked to eat, know what we liked to eat for breakfast. I knew what time what he didn't like on a private jet. I knew what he liked on his, uh, his rider when he did concerts. You get to know these individuals and they take on a, a lot of part of your life how do you maintain your life wow that's a that's a great question and that's such a true statement you you really do have to be so focused on the talent that you work with i mean that's that is the job that's yes. the job is mm-hmm. is is making sure that they're always taken care of so that they can focus on their craft being creative and that is the the business so within that though you you have to have the balance of time you have to time manage so that you know there is always a day or two or if it's during a, a very busy week you have you know hours during the day where you're going to say you know what this is for me if if me as you know as a woman if I like to get massages I like to get facials mm-hmm. I make sure that that's that's a carve out and that's a clear conversation with the client is that I'm no good to you if I'm not good to myself and, and that's an understanding. And, you know, we, we have very human conversations in that, you know, we're all humans. We all have needs. And just like how you you have needs to be great, I have needs to be great as well. So when you start out with a very clear understanding, there's uh, there's there's uh, expectations that are not exceeding reality. You know, mm-hmm. yes, I'm, I am asleep from, you know, 12 to 7 a.m. I need that. And, and that's an understanding. So well, it's it's interesting because you, but you had to get there, though, Janine. I know that. Yes. I remember in 2000, I was doing sitcoms. I was coming off of the Parkers, which started Monique at the time. And I started managing Steve in 2000. I remember I worked and that was a new experience for me because I was learning on the job. And I didn't take a vacation. I like to believe for like 18 months. I just worked every day, learning and observing and trying to be ahead of the game. Because I always tell people, if you manage somebody, if they ask you a question, it's nice to have an answer. It's nice to not say, you can't say, I don't know. You say, I don't know enough. You're not managing that person anymore. And so when were you able to make that shift, you know, because of the fact that my time is valuable to me as a manager? I'm talking to Janine McLean. She's the uh, president and managing partner of MBK Entertainment, my brother's keeper. When did you make that shift? When you said, "Okay, it's about me? Um, Well, I'll be honest. I did do it relatively from the beginning. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, at that time, you know, my my son was was young. He was, uh, you know, just in kindergarten at the time. So, you know, there had to be an understanding that while I'm um, in this position of management and creating, you know, um, individuals and taking them with their talents from obscurity to stardom, you know, I'm basically taking care of someone else's child. To bring them to their level of success. Mm -hmm. And I would have the honest conversation while I'm taking care of you, that someone's child. My child is not going to now be put in someone else's hands to be taken care of. I need to make sure that that he's good, too. So so he would travel with us at times um, all around the world. Actually, he would he would have a seat right on right on the plane along with everyone else. And, you know, he was part of the travel party. And then. you know, if I had to leave at a certain time and, and again, yes, I had people to help. And, yes. you know, of course it, it was not ridiculous, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, again, it's a conversation of, you know, um, from the beginning, again, it's from the beginning, the understanding that we're all in this together. I'm going to do my part to help you. And obviously we've done it very successfully, as you can see. Um, but again, it, it's, it's just that, that honesty of the conversation. I think some folks um, may be, I'm not going to say intimidated, but maybe they, they don't want to tell an artist, no, or I can't do this. Or no, I'm available 24 seven, which, which you are by phone in certain ways, but, but, but it's okay to say from the beginning that, 
we're we're going to respect each other's you know needs and 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 carve out that space now now I, I think though one difference though one difference here that's important to note is that we started working with artists before they were superstars. Right. Now, if you go to work with somebody when they're already a superstar, that's kind of a different thing. <laughs> there we go. There then, we go. Because <laughs> they're already in that mind space. So if you come into this space at that point, you know, it's it's it's, it's a whole different role you're stepping into. Mm-hmm. But when you're growing with someone and, you know, and, and taking them from that space up to that superstardom level, it's, it's a little different. I have to say that. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because of the fact that, you know, we met a long time ago with uh, Steve and I was doing radio in L.A. and uh, uh, The Beat. And uh, that's when uh, Alicia Keys first broke big, yes. broke out. And I remember I was watching her on TV and I, I told Steve, we were saying, I said, she's going to she's gonna break. Because uh, yes. it was just something special about it. That's what you was talking about, a talent that as you nurture along and then you break with her, then your energy is kind of like in the same plane when you just— just come in and, and you got a talent. Like when I met Steve, Steve was pretty much a star in the black community. You know, he had already hosted Showtime at Apollo. So I came into this world and, you know, he was selling out venues. He was selling out comedy clubs. So he was established a name. I just had to nurture him and put him in the position where he crossed over. That was my big challenge at the time, which we all see has been paid off as a book writer, a movie producer, a television star. Now, when you see somebody like Alicia Keys, who... Brilliant talent. I was with her in the in the in Bermuda when she came on and did a show for us over there, and just watching I'm her grow as a talent. Talk about, like you said, meeting somebody when they're young, and then watching them grow, watching them make, you know, life decisions. Whether they're going to date somebody, whether they're going to move, where they're going to live, and then them sort of, ex- you know, you know, asserting what they wanted to do in their career. Yes. Well, I will say uh, when Alicia was 14, that's when she was discovered by uh, my business partner, Jeff Robinson. Mm-hmm. So um, I came on board. She was I want to say she was 19 at the time. Yes, she was. So mm-hmm. she was she was a little bit further along, but still not, you know, Alicia Keys that we know today. Superstar. So she was still, you know, uh, finding her way from um, the very uh, let's see minimal means of and the financial mm-hmm. comfort, you know, working her way up. So so I, I was there to to see that transition from from, you know, still mm-hmm. the very beginning of the stardom to the rising, you know, to the huge star that she is now. Mm-hmm. And and through that process, though, I, I will say, you know, this about Alicia in particular, and I can say this about everyone that we work with, is that you have to make sure um, that these individuals have um, what we call just pure of heart. So they have pure talent, which right. is, you know, of course important, but you have to also make sure they have pure, pure hearts. And, and that's, you know, that they understand being kind is important, you know, in this business that, you know, just because now you're, you're growing to this level of superstardom, which is a lot of work, by the way. And these, these young women that we've worked with are definitely the hardest working women, you know, I think out there amongst the, you know, the, just the top as far as, you know, putting in all of the hard work that they need to earn their positions. They've earned, worked hard to earn their positions. Mm-hmm. But along the way, you know, you, you make sure that that they themselves are also balanced, mm-hmm. that they have, you know, emotional balance, that they have family balance, that they have, you know, the um, the ability to separate the, you know, the the roar of the crowd, you know, screaming their name to to then, you know, going home to to a quiet home, you know, and, and, and being comfortable even still in that piece. So, you know, there's there's a, a conversation that we have with each of our artists to be sure that that they themselves are balanced and 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 learning how to manage stardom as it comes. We know it's really interesting when I because being that the person who came into the music, I've always been tied to radio, but in L.A. at the time, the, the beat was a hip-hop and R&B station. So basically at that time, if you was a hip or R&B artist, they always just slapped an, a rapper on your music in order for them to play your music. And there was that little era between 2000 and 2005 when Alicia came along. I remember Jill Scott popped out. I know Anthony Hamilton popped out. Charlie Wilson started making his comeback. And then Alicia Keys came along it was about their music. It was about them. They didn't have to have a rapper on their label, on their songs to get played. Was that a conscious 
effort on you guys' part? Were y'all aware? Because it annoyed the heck out of me and Steve Harvey because we felt that R&B was king and rap was just being being oversaturated into a music and not allowing R&B music, the sound, to move forward. What were your thoughts at that time? Because we see it works itself out as a volunteer process. If you want to collaborate back then in 2000, that was the only way an R&B artist was going to get played. Nowadays, it's collaboration. Talk about that period in music, Janine, when you know what I'm talking about between 2000 and 2005. If you was an R&B artist and you didn't have a rapper on your song, uh, even Mary J. Bly had to do it. So if the big artists had to do it. They will not get played on the popular stations. That, oh, wow, you are just pulling out these questions. It's amazing. So, yes, <laughs> during that time, it was definitely a, a thing. And and I would I would say without... Um, calling out particular names. I will say that, you know, uh, folks at the label did think that Alicia yes. should have gone that route mm-hmm. 100% as well. They said, no, 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 you have to have, you know, hip hop beats. You have mm-hmm. to go over hip hop beats and then, you know, put an R&B flair to it. You have to have rappers on the song. You have, you have, this is what's hot. This is what's hot. This is what's popular. You got to do it. You got to do it or you're not, you're not going to do well. You're going to fail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I will say this for, you know, my business partner, Jeff Robinson, you know, again, uh, who started MBK and, you know, brought me in a, a little while after starting, but he said, no, this song Fallen is the song. It's the one, it's the one, it's the one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the concept for it, for the, for the video, you know, showing, you know, a young girl going to visit, you know, her boyfriend in jail and, you know, the true, you know, walking to that, to that bus stop in the Bronx that they're all taken to go to, to Rikers Island. Like that, that was something that spoke to, to, to the people. They're like, you know, I can really relate to this. I can relate to how this young lady is coming out, you know, um, talking about, you know, the words that we feel in our heart, the visual goes to what we see happen, you know, in our neighborhood that, you know, one person or another has experienced in their family. So it's, it's resonating. And then now, then you have this young lady that's playing their piano, like Bach and Beethoven, like, wait, what, Mm -hmm. what is going on with this juxtaposition? And it was just, just enticing. People just got mesmerized by it. And it proved though that, Real music, good music does cut through. That that real music will always win. It will always win, no matter what. And you just have to be, you know, strong enough in, in, in your stance to say that it's going to push through and just, you know, say that you're okay with doing something that's a little different. It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, Whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to Midnight Mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. Send warm wishes with cozy fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. Or treat them to everyone's favorite activewear from top brands like Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
Well, you know, I, I always, uh, you know, in this business, you always kind of like want to take a little credit for people's success. And I remember in uh, L.A. when our song, I first heard a song, Alicia Keys' song. And uh, and like I said, I was on the hip-hop and R&B station. You know, we had, we had broken Jill Scott through and Anthony Hamilton through. And I remember I heard a song, and I went to the program director, and I wanted to play that song. And it was resistant because, again— they would like the philosophy. Where's the rap song? Rapper tied to right. the artist. Where's the rapper tied to the artist? And then that next week, and her album went number one. I was so mad that I didn't play her song on that station. It just broke protocol because I just couldn't take credit. I could not take credit for Alicia Keys' blow up. <laughs> and it, but I'm, the, I'm just saying, you have to follow your gut. You have to follow your belief, mm-hmm. and that's tied to your talents, Janine. You follow your gut. You follow their instincts and their patterns, and you know, like you said, good of heart hard worker not willing to think that they're bigger than the craft that they can this is not sustainable because you know for a fact I always tell people you know you can be successful at 20 but how do you do you think about 30 do you think about 40 do you think about 50 do you think about 60 because I had to think about all those things and when I look at my career I look at like the careers of the people I've been associated with I have to look back and go wow sometimes because that's a track record of success and even in her situation even your personal. That's why we talk about building your dreams. This is not luck. This is not being at the right place at the right no. time. This is tied to you. Talk about that a little bit, Janine. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I will say that, you know, you, you have to look at your your career path as it's tied to, you know, others. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you if you if you want to have the longevity, you have to make sure that you're working with folks that can also you know, have the longevity. I mean, that's, that's truly important. I mean, Mm -hmm. you don't, you don't want to have to have a career, your own professional career where you're kind of bouncing around from one thing to another. If, Mm -hmm. If you're in the business of working with talent and creating talent, you want that talent to be able to stand the test of time. Right. You want them to be able to ride through for, for decades. You want them to be a career artist. And that's why we work so hard to create all of the, the marketing, the branding is so important of the artists, making sure that they're, you know, true to to what they're looking mm-hmm. to represent. You know, that's something that you can never take away from an artist when they are doing things that are truly true to their causes and their likes and, you know, their their wishes, et cetera. It's always going to translate well and and um, build you know, build their stature bigger, you know, for, for her, for example, I'm going to just kind of divert a little bit of the conversation, but if you look at her, she just performed at global citizen with Stevie wonder. Right. So, and she, her being the true musician that she is, she was over the moon excited to work with Mr. Stevie wonder, someone who has how many decades of, of success <laughs> Since now? Since the 60s, early 60s. <laughs> right, he's he's got 60 years of success, literally. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and she, as such a young, you know, she's 24. That's what she's looking to obtain. Mm-hmm. She wants to have that same type of staying power and success where folks are listening to her music and they're still, you know, 30 years later, singing along, being excited, still feeling that familiarity and, you know, those tug at the heartstrings of, you know, something that she's written or performed. So, you know, you, you want to make sure that you're, you know, I'm going to say hitching your wagon. That's going to be a, you know, old school term, whatever, but you want, you want to make sure that, that, that you're tying your, your professional, you know, talents to, to creative talent that sees the, the big picture. Right. And that is in it for the long haul. And that is going to work together with you as you guys work together to to reach to reach that level. You have to be on the same page of we're doing this for the long haul. This is not one hit and gone tomorrow. Really, it's really interesting you say that because I know that, you know, there's a vision. Where I have, you know, when I see a talent is also key. You, you would agree with this, that you can't cookie cut a talent. Everybody wakes up differently. Everybody eats a different type of food. Everybody has a different dislike and like. How do you separate that when you're looking at different talent and being a, and making that judgment call and also making yourself flexible? Because sometimes because you have a pattern of how you want to live your life, you have to become uncomfortable. Talk about that pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would I will say that, you know, if you look at the talents of Alicia Keys, then you look at the talents of her. And in between that time, we developed uh, a woman, young woman named Elle Varner, 
who right. we discovered when she was just 21, just straight out of college. She just graduated from NYU, you know, and, and I say this with all love and respect, you know, she's chubby, she, you know, mm-hmm. thick glasses, mm-hmm. needs to have her teeth straightened. But we saw something in her that we knew was was going to be able to be superstardom. And we got her, you know, up to be a, a Grammy nominated artist, which is a fantastic feat. We're very proud of. So, you know, but, but, um, you know, just, just through it all, we, we make sure that with every artist that we work with, that, that, um, we know that there's the ability for there to be some, some diversity, right. you know, you want to, you want to make sure that, that everyone knows that if there's a time in their career that they need to be flexible and kind of go with a suggestion from us to, to go down a different path If it's, you know, just not necessarily going with the wind, but just going with what kind of makes sense for, for where they are in their lives. Like for example, her started, you know, um, she got signed to us when she was, 13. Right. Right. So at 13, you're not really saying much at 13, right? You're, <laughs> you know, you kind of, you know, you're, you're, you're learning your craft, you're perfecting your instruments and such, but you know, as she came into her twenties, now she has something to write about. Mm-hmm. And then she, she's writing songs that, you know, volume one, and you see how successful that was that, you know, turned her into, you know, that person that everyone was you know, most sought, sought after her, you know, her music, because now she's at that stage, but we had to be flexible on, she's not the same person as she was when we started working with her at 14. And then at her next stage, you know, her, you know, uh, maybe 18, but then, you know, again, that early twenties, now she's, she was able to flip and be, be flexible as we said, now this is the way that the journey should go. Of course, she was creating much of that herself along the way by her own growth, but we were able to guide it and to make sure that all the right things are, are there. So you have to be, you know, uh, flexible even in your own career to say, and even in your own mind as a professional to say that I'm going to do what's best for this person's career, even if it's, it may be a little different from the path that you may think of originally. Say, so, you know, we've got to be flexible and make sure that it works for them. You know, it's really, you're very comfortable to talk with. I'm just telling you that. I, oh, thank you, you. You know, you, and I <laughs> yeah, say that you because, make me comfortable. You, because I, you know, I, I, um, I designed this series to be like a fireside chat. You sit down with friends, and even if I don't know you, you're still a friend. And that that skill, that 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 likability that you have, is why I wanted to why I created the show because there's so much gifted talent like you. You know, you're not in the front. You know, you're not there posting for social media numbers, but you're doing your job, and you do have a popularity. It was like I am. You know, when I was in business, everybody in the industry knew who I was, and a lot of people who were close to the industry knew who I was, and I did g- gain some fame out of that. But you as a brand, you are a brand. You build brands, but you have become a brand, Janine McLean. What do you talk about and who is your brand and what is the purpose and where do you see it going? Because during COVID-19, you was out there doing charity work. You've always done charity work. You, you still extend yourself outside of the industry of entertainment to help people. What is the brand of Janine McLean? Yes, that's a great question. I love it. And by the way, you you are very comfortable to talk to. Your your, your questions are awesome, and it's not cookie cutter. And just you know, it's it's, it's very very um, enlightening and endearing to talk to you. So thank you. But but the brand of Jenny McLean is definitely the brand of. Uh, I'm not going to say strictly female empowerment, mm-hmm. um, but it is that. Of course, that's mm-hmm. obviously you know that's that's important to me to show that especially as African-Americans that we can do really, really big things and we can do big things really well. You know, I was, I was speaking to someone the other day and saying that, you know, our company, it's someone, some, sometimes people try to trivial, trivialize it as being a smaller company. I was like, you know what, you can do that. You can trivialize it if you like, but really look at our resume, look at what we've done, look at what we've built. And personally, you know, I will definitely say that, you know, I've carried the torch of being that business person that has, you know, brought many, many millions of dollars of, you know, net worth to the company, you know, by negotiating deals in, in a way that, you know, I think may be a bit unique to, to me, but and is very successful at work. So, <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in the brand of getting the deal done, getting it done well, getting it done, you know, with, with a certain sense of, uh, panache and, you know, respectability that I think um, is, is I hope, to be admired for many years to come. Mm-hmm. I want to encourage 
you know, other young women, but, you know, African-Americans as a whole and people of color to feel comfortable in these positions of power, because it is a position of power and to be comfortable in themselves to 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 create things that will stand the test of time. And, you know, and, and also also to to be, you know, the the face of, you know, um, mentorship, yes. because I, you know, I do spend a lot of time, a lot of my free time is spent, you know, mentoring uh, different young people through different organizations because I think that, you know, we, we need to, as these people that have now reached a certain, you know, level in our lives, we, we have to pull others up. We have to be that, that person that they can, you know, kind of shadow and speak to and, and just kind of guide through, through this, this journey, especially of entertainment and music. My God, it is, this is definitely not the easiest, you know, <laughs> industry to be in at all. Not for the faint of heart at all. So we, you know, we, we have that. to be there for our young people, right? <laughs> it is Woo! not for the faint of heart. The, these, the ups and downs, the roller coaster ride is like, oh my gosh, make sure you have a good savings account because Absolutely. it's not always going to be Come on great. now. Come on now. That's what I was just saying. That's what I was just saying. You know, when you look at this business, because money comes in and it comes in bunches, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And, it's, and, and when it comes, it can go away. Very quickly. Oh yeah, and so and oh, it, can, yeah. it can also let you question yourself because as you are around sexual talent, a successful talent starts to grow. People start biting at it, trying to. You know, what I'm talking about this business is really ugly. It is very mm-hmm. cutthroat, but in the end, it's the relationships that you build. And uh, you are a star, my friend, and you are Thank a star you. maker. Okay, she's the president and managing partner of MBK Entertainment. That's my brother's keeper. Uh, it's so great having you on my show, Janine McLean. Thank you. Thank you know, you. I, I have Thank a show that I do me. also in uh, Atlanta on WCLK, the number one jazz station in Atlanta in the country. I do it live. If you ever have time, Thanks. I'd love to bring you on there. It's a, it's a, I just, it's a live one hour show, and I just talk to my fans locally in Atlanta. And it's, it's, I call it Big Tuesday. It's still money making conversations, but I call it Big Tuesday. And I would love to, when you have time because you're busy, and I know yes. getting you in this show is really crazy because I know you can say yes and then the phone call can happen and it changes your whole day. So I know getting you on this show is a blessing, but the, the more bigger thank blessing you. you shared your story on Money Making Conversations. Yes, and well, thank you so much for having me. And yes, I'm down to come to the, to the station when I'm in Atlanta. I'll actually be there for one music fest, so maybe we'll talk about it then. Okay, please do. Thank you, Janine McLean, coming yes, on Money Making Conversation. If you want thank to you. hear or see her interview, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I am Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. We will be right back with more Money Making Conversation with Rashawn McDonald. You are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations, Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald. This week I sat down with award-winning producer, entertainment innovator, and global content distributor Jeff Clanigan on how content creators in the pandemic can transition from shooting in studio or on location to providing quality content while at home. The consumer is going to drive your business model. If Absolutely. they want to listen on radio, if they want to listen on you have to go to what the consumer is saying. You can no longer push your business model on the consumer because the consumer is going to tell you how they want to consume content or, or how they want to even be entertained. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to be flexible and just, and you can't be so caught up because you spent nine months putting together a business plan and all of a sudden the, the, the business change got to be able to if you want to listen to this full interview with Jeff Planigan, it's available on moneymakingconversations.com. Now let's return to Money Making Conversation with Rashawn McDonald. My next. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. 
Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when there are parched or windy conditions out there, you got to be extra careful with things like burning yard waste. After all, wildfires can start anywhere, even in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. This is Kadeem Ankle. She is the showrunner and executive producer of Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts. If you know Robin Roberts, Robin Roberts, my girl. And this is on Disney Plus, one of my favorite channels. She is a writer, director, showrunner, and executive producer. Originally from Panama, Kadeem is an Afro-Latina creative whose work, and we're going to talk about that because that's a really um, growing population, not only in America, but also in the entertainment industry. It reflects interpretation of freedom, feminism, and identity in the modern world. Kadeem's goal is producing in producing Turning the Tables Robert Roberts is to constantly elevate the culture by, by creating visually compelling thoughts provoking content and they fun and it is fun. I'm telling you I laughed I sat there and uh we're going to talk about it, but it was really fun just watching stories and watching people have honest stories. And, and Robin Roberts is so brilliant as a host, and that's why it comes across in such a dynamic way. Beyond simple entertainment, she wants to always educate the audience with takeaways, challenges, against the status quo. She is on the show to talk about her new show, which we've been discussing on Disney+, Plus, called Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts. But most importantly, we're going to talk about building her dreams. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Kadeen Ankle. How you doing? I am so well. Thank you so much for having me, Rashawn. This is this is amazing. I'm I'm very honored to be here. Thank you. You know, usually my intros are a little bit shorter, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 I saw you. They sent me episodes. So I can get a preview. And plus, I'm also a member. I have, a, you know, I have a subscription to Disney Plus. So they sent it to me. And they went, I got this already. So I went online and I started watching this show. And before I get into the show, because a lot of people may have not watched the show, let you. I want you to set up the show. And then I can start giving my <clears> thoughts, <throat> which are all positive, by the way, and all very entertaining. And, uh, and it's hosted by the wonderful Robin Roberts. It's produced by man, another, as they say, LeBron got his name in this show as well as a producer. And uh, him and his boy Maverick Carter. So they're doing things in that well from a producer standpoint. But let's talk about the show. And then I'm going to talk about how you got involved in the show. Let's talk about the show setup first. Sure. Well, yes, please let me begin again by saying thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. This is so rad. Um, so yeah, turning the tables with Robin Roberts is really a, it's, it's, we consider it a talk show, right? But it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's a conversation between iconic women uh, in the industry, in all the industries, several industries, you know, so it was like Hollywood and sports, mm-hmm. um, music. Mm-hmm. And these women, you know, they, they are all there to have just true conversations with Robin about, you know, what it is to be who they are and what it took to get there, if that makes any sense. Right. Mm-hmm. It makes sense because of the fact that when I, I'm going to skip to an episode I saw with Billie Jean King. Okay. And sure. she's very iconic. And, but she's, her story been told so many times that you kind of forget what was her story in the beginning. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I like when you watch the show, you have very, it's very generational. You have young talent on there, and then you have the talent right in the middle. And I said that little sweet spot, probably about 40 to 50. And then you have some talent that's over 50. And I think that over 50 is really important because that's what I was talking about. Billie Jean King and Jamie Lee Curtis, you learn some things about them, but they've been in your face in a positive way so long, you just accept them for the icons that they are. And that's why I enjoy you doing that. Now, was that intentional to make it generational? Talk about that. Yes, that was a big part of it. Um, It was about and thank you for noticing. It was about the intersectionality of women. Right. So like beyond just industry and race, um, there was also, you know, uh, generationally. You know, so we have the icons in the sense of women who have come before and have set the standard and then the women who are doing it and then the ones who are coming up and the conversations and the dialogue that, um, you know, that that requires to build and to grow. Um, and, and so that, you know, 
what I what I learned in, in being a part of that project is that there's so much that we can learn from each other intergenerationally. You know, like when you sit and you listen to kids talk, a lot of times people don't um, account for their wisdom. Right. Uh, but I, I've, I've, I've learned in my experience, especially with this show, that there's so much that you can get from younger generations. And um, then there's so much that obviously that they can take from people who have come before them, who have set the standard. Um, and so it, it was a really beautiful, you know, to watch that all come together was really beautiful. And, and to be somebody who, you know, uh, facilitated that, I, I'm, I'm very honored. Well, you should be uh, because of the fact that you learn you know, I learn stuff, and I always tell people I wake up ignorant. That way, I can accept information when it's given to me. I yeah. don't like fight it. I go, okay, I'm not yeah. that smart, Rashawn. So listen to people when they talk to you. And some people tell me, Rashawn, you don't listen to anybody, but I do. I really do listen <laughs> to people. And so when I went, one of the iconic moments I thought on the show was the episode with Debbie Allen, when the younger generation yeah. person told her repeated a quote from her, and it really caught Debbie Allen off guard because she was like. Because, you know, you know, Debbie Levin's done a lot. You know, she talked about her fun, mm-hmm. talking about her. I didn't even know she tried to sing, you know. But th- these are the little stories that pop out about these artists that make this such a compelling talk series. And it's a conversational series. Let me not, let me not uh, steer from what you said earlier. It's a conversational series. And that really was a, was a moving moment for me as a, as a viewer. And also I felt, I felt off air, you know, because I'm sure some of these conversations extend in the breaks. They had to catch uh, Debbie Allen off guard, too, in a positive way. Huh? You know, it. I think it did. You know, you just see it in her reaction, yeah. right? She's just like, oh, <laughs> well, you know. And and Sophia Carson, you know, she is one of those young pop stars coming up now. She acts, she dances, she sings. And mm-hmm. Debbie Allen was literally like a guiding light that her mom mm-hmm. before her, like, here is someone you can learn from. Yes. And you know, and to be able again to 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 have those moments. That's what I love the most about the the series is that we had these moments of of just like complete authenticity and genuine conversation it wasn't you know my my role mm-hmm. was to bring these women together to mm-hmm. facilitate it and then i just backed away right. literally like there were barely any there were like no interruptions they just talked and that was so wonderful because you know that's how stories come out right like we evolve in conversation you go from one place to another and you know robin is such a wonderful brilliant host right and you know she guided the ship but as you can see, if you watch, you know, she was taken by surprise sometimes, too. Like some of the questions that she was asked and, 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 and you know, and she's the one who usually keeps it together and you right. know, does the flow. And you, and you see there are moments where she's so vulnerable. Right. You know, well, you know, um, I always person, tell people as a that, woman, I'm learning vulnerability, too. I'm sorry. Right. I didn't you know, no, no, it was me interrupting you because you caught me with a message about her because I was one of the moving moments in the show. She tried to stay on the outside. She tried to stay a host. You know, she tried to start the person who kind of like the traffic cop. She wanted to everybody get their stories out. But it, then it will come back to her periodically or some of the guests will ask her a question, an honest question that she had to think about and respond to because it's a very mm-hmm. honest show. And I thought those walls that you break in conversation are there because usually that's what happens. And that's why I, that, and that's why I wanted to slow you down and just point out that's what she says conversational. Because if you go to a talk show, a talk show, the host doesn't get asked questions. The, ho- the qu- He asks the question, gives a response, the audience reacts to it, go to the commercial break. In the conversational style that she's talking about, the host, in this case being Robin Roberts, is engaged. She has to give honest responses and honest responses giving back to her and she reacts, which means that the entire format allows for us all to become engaged. I'm not I'm not feeling like I'm missing out on anything. What would Robin think here? Or what would uh, Raven Simone think here? Or what would uh, Sheila E. think here? Because they're all participating. Am I correct? Right. You are 1000% correct, you know, and that was that was a directive of the show. You know, we all know Robin as this magical, wonderful uh, morning, you know, uh, uh, announcer, host of the news. Right. And but what is a weekend Robin? You know, right. how, mm-hmm. how does Weekend Robin show up? What are the conversations that she has when she's not just the host, but she's hosting a conversation? Right. And um, that was that was a big part of it was to really bring down those walls and to allow those conversations to flourish. And, you know, she it was such a tremendous honor to get that trust from her and to provide a space uh, where she could be vulnerable in that way. That was very important to me. Um 
and and you know like for me it was like let me create a space where she can work let right. me create a space where she is comfortable and and i feel that i accomplished that so that that that's it's a tremendous honor well you you accomplished it you entertained me you know you had me <laughs> laughing you had me I, I, I you know like i said i will be moved to tears now i'm that type of guy i will like look around and hopefully the room is dark you know as i start blinking my eyes because it's that type of series but mm-hmm. kadeen you know your career is tied to this show as a showrunner and executive producer we're talking to her She's uh, the showrunner and executive producer of the Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts. The series is currently streaming on Disney+. Plus. I have a subscription to Disney+, Plus, so I'm able to watch it. And when watching it, how did you become a part of it? It's- yeah, it was an interview process, you know? Absolutely. Like, um, I, I uh, you know, I found out about this show. I have this one. I have this friend, this very dear friend. Her name is Erica Clark, and she is a G in production <laughs> in the television world. Like, look her up. Mm-hmm. Erica Clark. She's amazing. And, um, you know, I call her my fairy job mother because she'll find out about these jobs. And she's like, yo, you got to interview for this. I, I'm, right. I'm going to mm-hmm. look you up with this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. OK. So she connected me with another friend, uh, Bree Frank. If you don't know her, look her up as well. Another black woman. These are all black women, really mm-hmm. killing it in the entertainment industry. And mm-hmm. Brie actually created Hugh You Know in media for right. people of color, BIPOC mm-hmm. people of color. It's a community mm-hmm. of people. And it's, uh, you know, we have production, television industry people, and we all connect. And it's a Facebook group and it posts about jobs and all of that. So that's how um, I found out about this position, actually. And so I went into the interview process, you know, and it was rounds and rounds of interview. And at one point I'm sitting in this exact room and it's Robin Roberts. And I was just like, whoa, be cool, be cool, <laughs> be cool, you know. And and it was it was really we had such a wonderful conversation. And I was just like, I was like, I hope I get this. I kept thinking in my head like I, and then, you know, and I was just like, I think I did it. I think me and Robin really have a vibe right now, you know. <laughs> And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about nine or ten, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been fortunate to meet her several times. Uh, uh, she's hosted some events that I've attended to, and uh, sure. and she is even killed. But uh, you get even killed when you're a person who, like, I'm a cancer survivor. And so when, when and I always tell people, when somebody tells you, if, if you have an unfortunate, I use the word unfortunate, if somebody, a doctor comes in and tells you you have cancer, it changes your life and your perspective. Sure. I mean, because I don't care what they say about the survival rate, all you immediately hear is death. All you immediately hear is, okay, why me? You, there's, a, there's death and then there's a sympathy that's put in place. And so I can relate to her from the standpoint that I am a survivor. And guess what? That doesn't mean that cancer can't come back. 
but that doesn't stop me from living. So you're, you're talking to somebody who operates under that mission. So her personality allows you to understand that she's welcoming. She understands there's a truly finite window for you in life because she's been told that when somebody told tells you you have cancer and you survived it, but you live every day and you appreciate the relationship. And I'm pretty sure she appreciates the relationship here in developing this four-part four series. So with that being said, how did you start booking the talent for each episode and, and, and getting the right combinations? Like I said, my favorite episode, I've already told you that was, that was Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, Mickey Guy, and she was pregnant, yeah. and then a Billie Jean King, the iconic yeah. Billie Jean King. Uh, how did you start laying all this talent out? Because, you know, some of them are just, just iconic and some are yeah. newbies, but are very famous. Yeah. So talk about that. You know, you ask all the right questions, Rashawn. Like the <laughs> casting was, it was so critical. It was so critical to the show because that was, that's where we knew where the con these conversations would come from. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, it was a constant process. We worked with uh, central book, let me see TV, central talent booking. It's yes, a, a casting agency, Joanne, Joanna Jordan. She's amazing. She leads that group. And um, we would have these power casting meetings, you know, mm -hmm. and it was just like, we would put, you know, we're like, okay, let's see if we can put this one, this one, this one together. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, she's not available. Okay. Let's put this one, this one, this one together. Mm -hmm. You know, and we just kept going that way and seeing, do they make sense together? Can we can we tell a story, an intergenerational, interconnected story that makes sense? You know, right. And, right. and that's how we built it. And that's how the episodes come out. So a lot of times you don't think that these people you're like, why is this person Tig Nataro and Sheila E and Ray <laughs> Simone? And right? Tig, like, I love yeah. Tig. That was oh my God. She is so funny. But they all but oh. it made so much sense. You yeah. know, it made so much sense. It was all about being like their best selves and their authentic selves and marching to their beat literally of their own drummers. And that they were all fans of each other mm -hmm. and had never met. You know, right, right. so it was it was really wonderful in that way to bring them together and in and, and being in and, and in being able to reveal their authentic selves um, in order to continue their craft. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because it was like Tig Notaro, who just brought up, who was I'm a big fan of. I was, you know, I'd heard her name, you know, appearing on the Ellen DeGeneres show. And, and then mm -hmm. I caught her stand up comedy episode right. when she actually took her top off. Right. And uh, I remember my wife was going, she said, is, did she take her top off? I said, yeah, and it's kind of working too. I said, it's kind of working because I'm why can't she do that? And, uh, why can't she? Why can't she do why that? And then she? she just did her whole set and then, and, and, and it was just it was just very entertaining. And and we talk about that uniqueness. And when you watch the show, the conversations that we're talking about, turning the tables, Robin Roberts, I'm talking to Kadeen Ankle, who was the executive producer, who's a showrunner. There's a difference now. You have a lot of executive producers, but you need that showrunner. That is who I am talking to. She is the person that makes it all work. So I have been executive producer on a lot of shows, but I have not been a showrunner on a lot of shows. That mm -hmm. she gets the upper level of respect. On the, that's why I gotta let y'all know. I'm not. I'm not just gonna just put the word executive producer and just slide past showrunner. Showrunner is there for a reason because her resume has generated a level of respect. She understands budget. She understands writing. She understands the discipline of keeping people on time and also the star talent. In this case, Robin Roberts has to feel that you can deliver. That is a that is the process that you built in your career. And I want to talk a little bit about your career as we continue this conversation yeah. about turning the tables. Because because it was important that, like you said, putting the right people together because I kind of got a feeling that, you know, Sheila E. really didn't know, you know, Tig. But in the conversation, she really started it started evolving. And, uh, and the same thing with Raymond. It started evolving. But each episode, I think, is a little bit like that. You don't want everybody to kind of know each other's story. Otherwise, what is the conversation? That is exactly it. You know, we they they had seeds of connectivity. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they, we were able to sit down and look at their careers and their family lives and, you know, their goals and objectives and say, oh, we can connect this person this way. Oh, we can connect that person that way for me as the showrunner. And thank you so much for all your kind words. Like I'm <laughs> so flattered beyond belief. Honestly, this is like, even being on this, I, I don't normally like, I don't do too many interviews. And stuff, so I'm like, oh, wow. All right. This is pretty cool. Um, so thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you um, for this. Uh, but, um, you know, it was very important to me as mm -hmm. a showrunner mm -hmm. to ensure like 
how do you know we when when you talk to these women, the Sheila E's, Tignataro, Debbie Allen, right? The same questions often get asked of them. Oh, mm-hmm. you're iconic. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're mm-hmm. that. And for me, I'm like, let's strip all of that away. Let's take all of that away and let's just see them as the women that they are. Mm-hmm. You know, let's mm-hmm. be all be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Let's all talk about the things that we don't normally talk about. Let's take away the artifice and and have be in this beautiful space with these beautiful women, these beautiful mm-hmm. people, and you know, like just be. And I think, and I think that, so that was my goal. And I think that we accomplished that. And, and, and for that, you know, I, I, I give so many thanks to Disney for allowing me to even mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, you know, uh, Robin's company, Rock and Robin and, you know, Spring Hill, which is LeBron's company. And I mean, even being able to say these names, right. <laughs> these companies, these brands and like be attached to it somehow. Like I look, I remember looking at the call sheet, right. um, which is like our schedule for those of you who don't know for the mm-hmm. day. And at the top, you know, it has it lists all the people who are involved. And you, like you said, there's many executive producers. Mm-hmm. And at the top, it's like LeBron James, Maverick Carter. Right. And then you keep going down and then there's me. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I just separated because all of them have executive producer titles, you know. Yeah. And so but showrunner, she is the key now. And I got to give her love and respect because I know the value of it. But but let's also back up a little bit now. She didn't just drop in here. Nobody just a lucky roll of the dice. You know, Project Runway, you know, series like Two Chains, MTV Proposals, Skin Wars, you know, uh, Most Expensive Vests, you know. And the, these are these are series that allowed you to create a resume for you to come in there and pitch your talent to everybody. And that's what people don't understand is that nobody... Let me just back up a little bit. As a talent in front of the camera, you can get away with being a novice. You can get away with being being plucked off the street and put in front of a camera and giving your shot. When you're behind the camera, nobody picks you off the street to be a showrunner. You better have a resume. You better understand that, you know, there's a lot of jobs on the line when they give that title of showrunner to a person like her. So talk about that process, because I wanted to tell people that, because like I said, you can be a, you can be and it doesn't happen all the time, but you can't be a, a comic on a stage and then be given an acting opportunity. Or you can be a model, or you know, very attractive lady. You can be put in front of the camera to be photos be taken of you. But as a showrunner. That cannot happen. No, no, no. I, I mean, I haven't seen it. Yet, <laughs> come, on, come on, come on, come on, Tanya. You know that can't happen. You know. Yeah, it's just like that's that'd be a very talented person. No, it takes a lot of work, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's a lot of and it's learning. Like I'm grateful. Right. You know, I remember being younger, a younger producer, and being like, "Why?" You know, why I felt like stuck in a way. Right. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and just being like, "What am I going to do? Where am I going to take this?" And I actually, um, my cousin David, he is a consultant. Mm-hmm. Um, with he's uh, actually he is a partner with um, Accenture, mm-hmm. and he got me an executive coach. He gifted me three months of executive coaching, and he said, "What are you going to do with this?" He's like, "You have to figure out what you're doing with yourself." Mm-hmm. Right. And he was like, "So I'm gifting you this coaching, and mm-hmm. you know, go see if you can sort out what you want to do." Mm-hmm. So I got this executive coach. Uh, his name is Matt. He is Matt Matthias. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, white what is it called white cloud house Mm -hmm. i believe Mm -hmm. and uh it's his company and you know he said to me on the first conversation he said what do you want to do and i said i want to be a showrunner Mm -hmm. and the reason that i was able to say that was because i at the time i was working on project runway Mm -hmm. and i was a story producer on that show and i would be in the control room and i would sit behind the showrunner and the director and the lighting director and Mm -hmm. the other co-executive producers Mm -hmm. you know and and I would watch. Right. I, you know, I would sit, I called it, the, I was sitting in the back row mm-hmm. and I would just watch and I would watch and I would watch. And I was like, I think I can do this. Yes. Yes. You know, I really yes. did. And Sarah Ray, she was at the time the showrunner of Project Runway. And I always say thank God for her mm-hmm. because she was such a good teacher and she didn't even know it because I was just watching her, mm-hmm. you know? Um you know, and, let me, let me, let me interrupt I, you on that for a minute there because this is a positive interruption because because yeah. because sometimes when I run into talents like you you know you know they have these natural gifts and uh, because everybody can't do what you, everybody just can't sit behind somebody and figure it out okay <laughs> okay <laughs> don't stop that madness right now okay uh, and and the and the other part of this whole train because I've I've run shows is and I've watched people that's how you learn you watch you learn you ask <laughs> questions but yeah. 
when you're given that opportunity to make that decision, you have to have two mindsets. One, I'm capable of making the decision. And if something goes wrong, it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. And so, that's so important. That's the part that she's leaving out because so many people are, are, are gifted like her, but they cannot understand that life is not perfection, especially when you're dealing with production. People can come in six. I had an actress who cut all her hair off, you know, and I go, who told you to cut your hair off? Oh, I, oh, I, I felt happened. like doing it that day. Okay, well, it doesn't match your series, okay? So you can't just lose your mind about that. And so yeah. so when I look at a person like you, you've actually just matured through the process. And sometimes when I come on, when I bring talent to people like you on Money Making Comes, I call you grinders. I call people like you grinders. <laughs> they just grind in and, and don't even realize that they're doing things that are so unique and they're so unique and then to deliver the product that has allowed me to just talk to you about. I, I have no paper in front of me. I have no, 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 no nothing on the prompt. I'm just talking to you about something that is resonating in my spirit that I saw four episodes of and I'm recalling it because it captivated me. It emotionally charged me and it was all because of your direction as a showrunner, as a writer, as a supervisor and as a leader. Thank you, Rashawn. That's a you mic are. drop right there for your career, you girl. See, I'm just like, I don't even know what to do with that. Let me, I'm like, do I pick it up? <laughs> you got to. You, you got to. You, you're building something here. And sometimes, you yes. know, when I look at my life and I look and I run across young talent like you, because you're young talent, you're younger than me. I always have to remind them that the journey of, you know, when I was, I was, I was talented, I was 18, 20, but then I have to realize that I got to make it to 50, what am I going to be doing? I got to make it to 60, what am I going to be doing? Yeah. See, see, once you put that in perspective, it allows you to re focused. And yeah, because, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. That's and, like literally that's exactly what happened. I was like, am I going to be this, you know, whatever age, I don't even remember, like, because I would see the older producers coming in and working on like really young shows and they were still producers and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, is that what I'm going to be? And I was like, I don't think that's what I want. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so then I was like, OK, well, what would be next? Where, where, what would be the next step? And that's where watching my boss in the back row started and working with my um, my my uh, my life coach, my 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 um, executive coach. Mm-hmm. And then he who is still my coach to this day, by Thank the way, I kept mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I. I built from there and Mm -hmm. I was like, so I was just like, and I was like, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, there's also, I believe, you know, I'm a person of faith. Um, I believe in in the the, the power of the human spirit and Mm -hmm. and, in our ability to make opportunities for ourselves. If you, you know, the law of attraction, like you just have to like go out there and do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I put it out there. I said, I'm going to be a showrunner. And then a few months later, literally I got a phone call from, um, Vivo, which is, uh, you know, it's there where they put music videos online and they were like, Mm -hmm. Hey, we've got this election special coming up. Do you want to be the showrunner? Wow. Wow. And I was like, yes, there you go. There you go. You said yes. Because said, that's yes. what stops people. Because you go, have I done that? It's it's like riding a bike, you know. Yeah, I, I remember. We don't, I know we're wrapping up the interview here, but I got you know. I sure. remember I I did my first uh, production. It was a live production. It was at the, yeah. in Los Angeles at the Forum, and um, yeah. and I never done. I was always like you behind the camera, and I and I did it, and I actually had tears in my eyes when I saw the opening number in production. I went. What was stopping me? What was stopping me is that we are not um, gifted with these relationships, whereas a kid, we don't walk on a set. So we are engaged in an environment that is not normal to us. What's normal to us is is a, is a blue-collar job. When I talk sure. to people of color, what's normal to us is sure. working in a bank, you know, uh, just doing anything with our hands. And the few people who go to college, we don't see how they work in a white-collar environment. And they, we definitely don't see how they work in an entertainment environment. And sure. so that's what stops us. And so, Kadeen, I just wanted to bring you on Money-Making Conversation and tell you I'm a big fan of yours and also let you know, let me slow you down and realize the blessings that you are creating and you know you might have that other coach but no you got Rashawn McDonald as your coach too you know your, your uh, online coach that. you know I love if, that well if, I'm gonna turn it on you you know mm-hmm. I, you know it's it's such an honor to be here you know and and to be having this conversation you did this for you right so right. talk to me about that like where have you had that moment yet absolutely I I had that you I, know, made I, it. I didn't I didn't um really realize and appreciate my talents till I got in my 40s. 
Because I was just going through life and uh, using terms like right place at right time or I'm lucky or I'm, I'm, I'm you know, or, or, you know, I'm, you know, people, you know, I just know the right people, you know. But yeah. in the end, it's the amount of work I put in. You know, I tell people I'll get up at 430 every day during the week. Wow. That's a consistent timeline for me. It allows me to be successful because I also tell people that I understand the value of relationships. Right. I also tell people that I understand that what I'm doing in my life is not luck. It's talent plus hard work, plus consistency. You put those things together, we have who I see in you, a mirror image of myself, who I'm talking to. You're just younger, just a different gender, and the success will come your way. And that's why I had to really emphasize to you, title means something in this business. It means something in life. And so you do not run from that. You are a director. You are a writer. You are a showrunner, and you are an executive producer. You are a creative beast. Don't stop. <laughs> Thank you. You know, you have no idea how much your words mean to me right now. Really. Thank you. I Thank am you. so grateful. I am so honored to be here and so happy that I can call you coach. But I want to thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations, okay? Thank you for having me. Have a beautiful day. Absolutely. If you want to hear or see any of my interviews on Money Making Conversations, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I am Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. You've been listening to Money Making Conversations with Rashawn McDonald. Please join us next week. And always remember, lead with your gifts. Money Making Conversations is a presentation of 3815 Media Incorporated. You are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations, Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald. This week I sat down with Academy Award winning filmmaker Matthew A. Cherry. Five receiver turned filmmaker is here to talk about the importance of not limiting your beliefs on what you can accomplish based on what others think of you. When I was playing ball, um, I actually came out to L.A. for the first time in like 05 and um, I was lucky enough to meet a person who was a part of this uh, program called Streetlights. And Streetlights is this nonprofit organization that kind of helps men and women of color get jobs as production assistants in the industry, like in mostly the commercial world. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, you know, met her, we vibed, uh, asked her if she would kind of put me down as a reference, and she did. And um, I applied to this program and I got in. If you want to listen to this full interview with Matthew A. Cherry, it's available on moneymakingconversations.com. In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Noom Weight uses psychology to help people everywhere learn about their eating habits. Eating is my love language? Yep, sure is. Uh, I say yes to seconds out of guilt. It's hard to say no to Aunt Jenny's banana pudding. Wait, I do what? Oh, fog eating happens to everybody. What the f***? We know. It can be a lot to take in. But with the help of Noom Weight, you'll learn the psychology behind your eating habits, how to change them, and get closer to reaching your weight loss goals. Sign up at Noom.com. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.